Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. It is November. Uh, how on earth is it November? Did you know that this year is the last time at this time of the day where we're going to fall back as a country? Wait, they're they're like officially getting rid of that? So, so we'll like this year fall back in the spring we'll spring forward and then that's it wow i didn't realize that anybody had the power to change that yeah they they passed um i was following it i think it was like last year around this time when everyone was like complaining that was gonna get so dark outside um so early in the afternoon let's just end it now well i think you know i think things just need time to change like you know how some companies are like, yeah, we plan to no longer use plastic straws in 2025. And you're like, couldn't you just like make the change right now? <laughs> like, just stop buying the plastic. <laughs> but like, okay, I get that. But I mean, like, like, why do we need to go like through spring? If, I know like, we're already in that. I mean, I get I, like, we would rather have we would rather frame, but bring forward. Yeah. And they've keep been talking it that about way it for so long. Just end it now. Anyways, I know. We, I know. I know. I agree with you, um, but yeah. So this is the last. This is the last year we're doing that. Wow! But awesome. Yeah. I know, isn't that crazy? Love it. Um, okay. Monthly updates. Yes. November. November. How how is thine life, Llewellyn? Um, no different than October so far. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for. Christmas season, but I think I've already mentioned that like five times. I think our listeners probably don't care anymore. So <laughs> here we are. I mean, we've already battled it out on Christmas music and Christmas boy oh, bands. It's, it's and, been full blast, like, and my roommates have made comments about it. They're like, "You are ready." I said, "I have been ready." I said, "Get Halloween gone and let's just go." I know. Did you do anything for Halloween? Does like your neighborhood uh, no. or anything? No. My yeah. one of my roommates was here, and she said that. Like, literally two kids stopped, and that was it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's kind of sad. It's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I think, like, everybody does, like, trunk or treat or, like, fall festivals. So, like, why take your kid trick-or-treating if you can just go to one place and get a ton of candy, you know? Yeah. That's my, that's my theory, but I have no idea. I know. It just is such a bummer because you miss out on, like, the Halloween thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it as a parent. It's like much easier to cart them to one location and then have them take one loop around a bunch of trunks and then all of a sudden like have a bunch of candy and then go home. Like mm-hmm. I get it, but still, it's just kind of a bummer. But anyways, okay. Uh, my life is also the same since we last talked. I haven't done anything different. I told you, wait, I told everyone, I told us here that we, I got it, I got like kind of promoted right yeah okay well then i don't have anything different so that was very anticlimactic (laughs) so let's use that momentum and go right into the episode awesome so (laughs) this week uh, this week we watched season five episode 17 we are flying through this season i know oh my Um, gosh we're almost done i know this one was six episodes left it's crazy the one with Rachel's inadvertent kiss. Yes. Written, <laughs> written by Andrew Reek and Ted Cohen, directed by Shelley Jensen, and originally aired on March 18th, 
Hmm. After a job interview, Rachel impulsively kisses her potential boss <laughs> on the cheek, and Phoebe and Gary vie for steaminess affair status with Monica and Chandler. Yes. Okay, we are. I'm back in the saddle as the lead. Uh, so I'm going to take it away. So we kick off this episode in the soft open. Rachel comes into the cafe to the group uh, to announce that she has an interview with Ralph Lauren. Now, I say Ralph Lauren, and I understand that that is not how it's said. And I have never been able to shake it, as I, I noticed I don't in my preparation. I have a preference, I guess. I've, I've said it both ways. Have you? Yeah, Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, like... I don't know. I mean, is Ralph Lauren the correct? Yes. I mean, that's how it was said, not only in the episode, but also by all of my friends who just find opportunities to correct me. Um, (laughs) But I think Ralph Lauren sounds fancier and more I think it does too. So I I will go with you. Let's just call it that. Thanks, Llewellyn. I was expecting you to take the other side, if I'm honest. No, no. (laughs) It's just one of those things I don't care enough about to like sure argue you know sure yeah you're not gonna like put your flag in the ground like on that spot okay and honestly like all of the like big people out there like like versace i feel like i've heard that a bunch of different ways like Mm, what are mm -hmm. some other ones i don't even i can't even think of them like i just feel like if you say it just say however you feel you know awesome thank you so much i'm gonna take that freedom and i'm gonna i'm gonna move forward with it (laughs) (laughs) the newfound freedom that you've given me okay um now, Joey makes a big, bold statement that he doesn't like their underwear. Apparently, there's some sizing issues, which our um, <laughs> Swedish friend talked about the last time as well. When we um, read her um, her message, she had mentioned the, like, XS, which is supposed to be extra small, but he's like, there was not excess room for anything. <laughs> and Chandler which is, like, okay. Which is funny, because in the episode where she's dressing him not that long ago, he's like, oh, I'm not, I don't wear underwear. So, like, the fact that he pointed out that the underwear at... at ralph loren is that way he's like oh so you wear that underwear but you don't normally wear underwear like i don't know oh good catch good catch good catch good catch okay good catch um yeah and then rachel says it's like her dream role so she's like she's really excited about it uh now phoebe offers to help her with her interview skills uh and they get as far as the handshake and I don't think we should be surprised that when Monica offers her hand to, like, also, like, play along, that it hurts Phoebe. We obviously learned this from the massage episode. Yeah. Um. So it was one of those, like, oh, yeah, of course it was going to be super painful for Phoebe yeah. to experience. Yeah. And that's all I had on the um, Okay, opener. one thing. Have you ever actually noticed the descriptions of the coffee on the wall behind them? Okay, can I be honest with you, Llewellyn, about this? Yeah. Yes, I have noticed. And any time that I've been the second, I've been like, you know what I should do? I should pause that and give everyone a big old (laughs) breakdown. And then I was like, but I just don't want to. So I'm really happy that that you're bringing it up. Yeah. So, I I mean, I've noticed it before as well, but, like, I've never also stopped it. But, um the angle that they were shooting Phoebe, like it was just, you could see it clear as day. And so I was like, okay, I might as well pause. I only grabbed a couple. Um, okay. And I don't even like, I couldn't tell from like the screen, like what the coffee was called. Cause the, mm. it was just like logos and I couldn't, I couldn't okay. get close enough for that. But one of the descriptions is 
the classic coffee that you'd expect on a classic New York morning. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Another one was a symphony of flavors blended together to make your day sing. I was like, that wow. seems like a Broadway thing. It does. Um, and then the last Maybe one Maybe it's called the Broadway. Maybe. The last one I grabbed was filtered through the finest Skid Row hankies. You get, <laughs> you get a brew so thin you'd think it's tea. <laughs> I was like, "That's that was a good one. Oh my that gosh, those are, that first one makes me want to take like a nice warm bath in it. I know. It's like, I want that coffee. I hope, I hope they're on the, the wall when we go experience, you know? Oh my gosh, that's so good. Okay, love that. Uh, we move on to the main part of the episode. We're in the girl's apartment. Ross is doing a bit across the way because we can see his window from the girl's window and joey is kind of like pacifying him with like waving at him um pointing out like yes i see you he's like doing his thing and uh with his wave a neighbor accidentally kind of assumes that it's for her and she waves back and joey is very into that um, so he tries to like pick her up with his, how you doing line, but he's trying to do it with charades and she seems very much interested, even though she can't really tell what he's doing. Um, Monica comes to the window and Joey has to make it very clear that they are not together. And, uh, and so he like counts to go, to go head over there. Yeah. So one of the things I noticed is when you're looking out the window um, in Monica's apartment, like towards Ross's building, and then also Ross's building towards Monica's, like the building across the street that's supposed to be the other person's building is like this orange yes, brick. I know. But then when they show like... It's horrible. It's like so, it's so wrong. Because then when they show like Joey in front of the window and you see the outside of Monica's building, it's like actual brick. Like the yeah. reddish color. I'm like, it's not even remotely close also the doors have changed again in ross's apartment it's now the third time that his apartment door has changed and the number has gone like from 102 3b and unmarked like now it's not even marked oh my gosh they just yeah. can't get it together they can't i wonder if they just have this like random set that they keep having to set up like i wonder if it's not like a permanent build and they just know. maybe they keep losing the door number i don't know yeah, it's it's um, such a point. Like, there's a lot of goofs in, like, just this first, like, okay. crosses and then her, like, back and forth. Yeah. Um, there's that one. And then also when Joey is in her apartment, Monica's apartment, he's wearing a dark fleece, like, pullover. Uh -huh. But mm -hmm. when he goes across the street and they show him up again, he's wearing a maroon button-up shirt. And then as soon as Ross opens his door, he's in the pullover again. And it's like, oh, dang. Yeah. So I like did for a not brief notice second, that. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, did that really just happen? I had to like rewind it and receive. That seems really horrible for someone not to notice, especially when like for a while, Joey is the only person you're looking at. He's in the hallway. Yeah. So like yeah. it should have stood out and it absolutely did not <laughs> yeah. to me at all. Dang. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of already said it, but Joey heads over there and ends up getting Ross. He heads right over to Ross's apartment. Ross opens up like, hey, Joey, what's up? And he's like, do you live here now? He's like, you live here? And he's like, yeah, I moved and now I live here. <laughs> but like they're missing each other on like what's happening. Like Joey yeah. never quite tells Ross what's happening. 
And so Ross is going to be very confused throughout this episode, and it's going to lead to a very funny, like, conclusion at the end. Yeah. So Joey goes back over, back across the street, back over uh, to the girl's apartment. He's super frustrated. He goes back up uh, to try and see her through the window, but the girl is gone. Um, and Joey is like, oh, I guess Ross is doing his watching TV bit, which Monica's like, no, I'm pretty sure he's just watching TV. And then we peek in on Ross and he's and he's not. And it's actually a bit. And he just thinks he's so clever. And it's like so frustrating, but also hilarious. And I'm mad that it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, Ross, you could actually just watch TV (laughs) like you big doof. Um, another goof in that moment is it like pans to the TV to show us that he's actually doing a bit and you don't mm-hmm. see his reflection in the TV. You just see an empty couch. So you can tell oh. that it was shot at a different time. Oh, that's good. That's a really good one. Dang. Dang. I usually catch random stuff like that. Man, you're good. <laughs> uh, okay. So we, at the same time, Phoebe comes in, um, or no, it's like a, it's like a new, it's like a commercial break or something happens, yeah. or maybe that's when Rachel comes in. There's like like a couple scenes that happen where we don't break away from the girl's apartment. Um, Phoebe and the cop are still dating. Um, their date was cut short from like a police call, and so he has to leave, and they're like kissy kissy, and man, she, she comes in, and she's just like, she really likes him. Yeah, and she's very smitten with him very it's so cute and she goes over to talk with monica because monica's in the living room and they're talking about like the beginning stages of relationship um and man i don't even remember what that's like do you No. (laughs) not in the i like i miss the idea of it but it's been so long i can't even like pull it out of the recesses of my memory honestly it's like i miss that part like you know the like um, like you're dating already and you're like yeah. getting to know each other but like it's the part right before that where like you have to meet them and then decide if they're worth dating you know yes. that I don't like so I'm like I, I just know. jump to that part I've had like and I, what's I've had a, I'd, I've had like a, a chunk of dates that I've gone on yeah. but I've I have never gone I haven't gone into a date nervous since my last boyfriend all of them have been like this is probably going to be a no, but I'm giving him a chance because I don't want to just close it off. Like, I want to see if there's something there, and then it's just nothing. Yeah. And so I just, like, man, I've just forgotten what it's like. So, but good for them. So Phoebe wonders, like, she's like, oh, I just want that phase to last forever. Like, when did it end for you and Chandler? And Monica all <laughs> of a sudden gets very uh, defensive. It's like the worst person you could say that to. The, the most competitively worst yeah. person you can say it to. And Phoebe apologizes, but, like, Monica cannot let it go and has to prove her point when Chandler walks in. Um, and all he's doing is giving her her mop back, which is one of the least romantic things. Oh, yeah. It's very, like, transactional. You know, like, hey, we're, we're like, live in the same building. And she, like, pounces on him to make out. Yeah. And she describes him as hot and fiery. Because I think that's what mm. Phoebe called them. And yeah. I just can't describe Chandler as hot and fiery. Yeah, he yeah. seems he seems more like, I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to like, I'm... 
It's like <laughs> it's because we we know what we're talking. About. He's just like such a dork. It's like I don't foresee him in that way. Yes, exactly. I completely agree. Um, okay, on a your side laugh note. totally caught me off guard. I'm like, I don't know why that was happening. so funny. Um, uh, just keeping it real, guys. Um, Monica's outfit. It was the like black pants with like the black and gray blue ombre looking oh, yeah. shirt. It kind of like like flowed into each other. Yes, I loved. She that. looked so good. I loved that. Yeah, I don't. Even I thought like, it was so clever. At first, I was like, "Is she like? Is that like one? Because it like flowed so well into the pants." I was like, mm-hmm. "What is happening?" But it was an actual like sweater pant thing, and I'm like, "That is amazing." I know. Yeah. So it was so cute. Um, now we cut, I think, again from commercial, and Rachel comes in to the guys in what looks like, like kind of the morning or early afternoon, and she had a horrible interview. Or maybe it's after. Maybe it's after work. She had a horrible interview. She explains that they were saying goodbye, and she was like, "I think he was leaning in to get the door, but I thought he was." Like, he was right there, and I kind of freaked out. And she gives him this sort of, like, European cheek kiss. Yeah. And the guys are, like, obviously, like, horrified for her. And she's horrified. Monica comes out of the bathroom, tells Rachel she has a second interview. And I love when Chandler coaches Joey in people etiquette with facial expressions. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, trying to teach Joey how to act appropriately with just his face. And we find this because Rachel asks, she's like, really? She's like, oh, my gosh, after I did that, I didn't expect that. She explains it all to Monica. And she's like, do you think that that kiss is why they asked me back? And and Joey goes, well, yeah. And when he turns to get the validation from his opinion from Chandler, Chandler gently guides Joey to the right response, um, which is like, I mean, no. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, she tells Monica what happens. Uh, now, Joey, Joey comes in uh, or Joey goes over to Rachel to hug her and then yells, hot girl is back. And Rachel mistakes that like Joey's attempting to cheer her up. Um She's like, oh, well, I'm not back yet, bud, but (laughs) thanks. It was good. And Joey rushes over. Chandler needs to, he rushes over, like counts again, and then runs out the door. He's like, just wait there. And he starts counting. So Chandler's like, man, I need to check this girl out. And then he corrects himself (laughs) mid-attempt and runs over to Monica. And he's like, she's right here. And Monica just gives him like this little like mini scowl. Yeah. Now I don't know if if she did actually break character, but Jennifer Aniston like puts her hands in her face, mm. like and like puts her face down because she's sitting in that chair. Oh. So I don't know if she actually broke, but it was in the moment where he was like, "Well, he's right or she's right here" when he like ran back over. So, oh, interesting. Not okay, sure I didn't. Also, yeah, I didn't catch that. Chandler's suits are starting to fit better, and he looked really mm-hmm. good. So maybe I should retract my statement and say that him and Monica are hot and fiery. <laughs> I think there's like an element of personality with hot and fiery, though. Yeah. Yeah. That no matter how Chandler dresses, he doesn't embody. No. He doesn't but make me think like. That's OK. Fiery romance novel. 
No. He doesn't strike me as the the one that's going to tell anybody what to do. <laughs> no. Again, he's just grateful to be there. <laughs> okay. So we catch up with Joey again. He runs across the way and he once again finds himself outside of Ross's place. Ross is very confused. Joey is very confused. And then, like, Joey gets kind of lost in the hallways when he's, like, looking at all of these doors and, like, doesn't know what's happening. Uh, we, we... Yes, okay, before you go on, um, yeah. another goof in this hallway that they just can't seem to get correct. Um, so Joey ends up at Ross's apartment for the second time, and we see that his apartment's the last one on the left of the hall. Like, yeah, there's literally with, a wall oh. there. But then when Joey goes down the hall, he goes that direction, and all of a sudden there's, like, a wall there that opens, and there's all these doors. I know. So it's... it's, the weirdest. And then, like, remember when there's, like, the thing, the place, the door across the way, and how, like... Yeah. That was, like, that was not a closed hallway. It's, it's been... His apartment has been super weird. Yeah. They just can't figure out that set, I think is what (laughs) it is. No. Um... Now, Rachel gets called into the interview, uh, and I'm just going to, like, really quick recap it. She ends up having pen ink on her lip, which looks perfectly blended in, by the way. Um, It doesn't look like an accidental smudge like it usually looks. It looks like it's been perfectly blended into her lipstick. Yeah, for sure. Um, And when he tries to call it out by pointing at his lips... She mistakes it as him asking for a kiss and absolutely goes off. Yeah. And he cannot get a word in edgewise, and she leaves. So Rachel takes that all the way home, back to the girl's apartment, and comes in fuming to her friends. She's like, you will never believe what this guy did. And they all point to her lip. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God, how did you even know that? And then they tell her you've got ink on your lip and she starts to like rub it off and then realizes her mistake (laughs) yeah okay the guy's issue is he didn't say anything he should have i know instead of he should have been like he should have said oh you have ink on your lip you've got a little something here yeah which i get like it it was part of the storyline but still yeah i had that Um, same thought like you could have just like been like you you've got a little something yeah but he like pursed his lips and like puckered him up and then pointed to them (laughs) it's terrible it's a really Um, bad mistake so this is the first appearance of mr zellner who is played by steve ireland he will go on to be rachel's boss um and he is a reoccurring character for the rest of the series and is heavily involved in the show's finale yes love that um all right we show up at the cafe and Chandler wants to hold uh, Gary's gun, our, our cop Terrible friend. Terrible idea. Yeah. And for the first time ever, I think on the show, a cup is actually full of coffee, um, which I can appreciate. I know that they've, like, poured coffee, but they always pour, like, two ounces worth just to make sure that they, like, don't spill it and, like, they're not drinking it anyways. But... Uh, it's actually full and then when Chandler like starts moving his hands around he spills it 
and then the guy's sort of like, yeah, probably not. Like, if you're this completely <laughs> with, like, a cup of coffee, I'm not going to trust you with my gun. Now, the girls yeah. are behind the guys. They're chatting it up on the couch. And once again, Monica's competitiveness rages when Phoebe reveals that her and Gary are going, like, what they're going to do all night. Because she invited them to a movie. They said no. They're like, we're just going to, you know. And so she has to lie and be like, yeah, us too. And she's like, I thought you guys were going to the movie. She's like, no, I just wanted to see what you guys were doing to make sure you didn't, like, walk in on us um, doing it all night. And she's so, so terrible at covering it up. So bad. And so she goes over to Chandler to tell him, like, what needs to happen. And as she, he's like, okay. He's, like, very much not into competing about it. He is, and he does it multiple times. He's like, so? Um, because he's very confident with their relationship. And, yeah. but as Monica puts it, like she, he's like, so you're telling me that I have to just go have sex with you all the time. He's like, why am I saying no to this? Let's go. He like sees the light of like how it could benefit him, even though he doesn't agree with the like motive behind it. Yeah. He can still like benefit from the perk of it, you know? For sure. Uh, now with our one, with like one out of two scenes where Ross actually has any substance in a storyline, we see him at his mailbox in his building. A guy comes up and randomly puts uh, what is a, a a pencil drawing of Joey, essentially, with like a big warning about there being an intruder in the building, um, knocking on doors and asking for some hot girl. Um, and the the hot girl is at the mailbox too so him like ross and her start talking um the girl sees ross's point of view on the whole handyman thing because like they he finds she finds out like where he like she knows him from like building wise um and then ross asks like asks her out and she agrees and they seem to have like really great chemistry also she's super pretty yeah she is i think um so then back over at the girls' apartment, across the way, Monica and Chandler are absolutely spent on the couch. Joey comes in, um, and he's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, okay. So they're about to get up off the couch. And then Monica sees Hot Girl, and Joey has, like, resigned the fact of ever finding her. Like, she lives in, like, the quantum realm. Um, like, as if the building over there just... There's just this secret room which doesn't actually exist and she just lives there. And Monica points out that he's been counting wrong. So she like literally points out, well, the two windows over there are for the lobby and then the one at the far end is for the stairwell. So you've been counting wrong the whole time. And he gets inspired again. She like reinvigorates his desire to go find this woman. So we we can assume that Joey has ran out to go find her. Meanwhile, we're back over with Ross. He is in her apartment because they are about to go out on a date. And all of a sudden a knock on the door comes, but she's going to go get her coat. So she's like, Hey, will you, will you get the door for me? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. And we open it up to find Joey who is once again, finding Ross on the other side of a door that he's knocked on. And Joey, Joey has no idea that he's right and what's happened. He just sees Ross and is like, what the heck? And marches right on. 
And it's yeah. such a funny moment. Poor buddy. Poor buddy. Poor, poor buddy guy. Uh, now, we have an opportunity for Rachel to redeem herself in the wrap-up of, of her storyline. She comes back. The guy informs her that this interview will be videotaped <laughs> for everyone's safety. Um, Rachel, like, apologizes. She starts to try and take the whole situation to find a way to, like, promote her skill sets. And then she finally, at one point, just, like, strips down to her bare self and just is like, I really want this job. I really think I'd do a great job at it. And he's like man against probably my better judgment i'm gonna give it to you and so she goes in for a handshake um and grabs his penis because he was at the corner of the desk and stands up right as she's like headed towards him and she gets out of there before he can change his mind she is like one horrified i would be too and then she's like i better leave before this guy's like never mind yeah she was like when she was sitting there in front of him she was like she had all these nervous tics like you could see her like fidgeting with things and like moving her legs and everything i felt that i've been there in interviews when you're just like nervous like you don't know what to do with your hands your Mm -hmm. legs can't seem to stay still and it's like why am i so nervous to just sit here and talk about myself yes but yeah yes felt that yeah uh okay in the last part of the main episode we're at the restaurant um, at a restaurant. It looks like we're having a double date with the two lovebird couples. Monica is boasting about how tired Chandler is um, <laughs> because of how much they've been doing it. Uh, we find yeah. out that Phoebe and Gary had sex in the park, a public place. So, once again, Monica feels very challenged. She takes it as a personal challenge and meets Chandler in the bathroom. Once again, this is that, like, would you say hot and heavy or spicy and... Hot and fiery? Salty? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of those that also doesn't apply to Chandler. Like, he does not jump on this opportunity when she barges in. And she's like, hi, Chandler. And she's like... But what is he doing when she walks in? He's looking at the toy badge that Gary gave him. Yeah, he's, like, playing with it as if he's, like, some, like, major cop man. Yeah. And, uh she she's coming on really strong she even she's like i've always found the men's bathroom very sexual (laughs) and chandler's like uh if i did and she's like don't you and he's like uh if i did we wouldn't be together (laughs) she's like not getting at all until he like really brings her down to reality and is so sweet Okay, yes. I feel like this scene, like, it really shows Chandler's growth in their relationship. So much. So much growth. Yeah. And, like, he just brings her back down. It's so good. And then as as she is pacified, Chandler all of a sudden is like, you freaked out about our relationship. And, like, is so excited about it. Until, like, the fact that he explained it then kind of put the own it, like, it kind of switched it around back on him again. He's like, and now we're back. Um, But for a minute, he was, like, super happy that, like, Monica freaked out about the relationship and he didn't. And he was the one that balanced her out. He's very proud of that because he is Mr. Skittish in relationships Mm -hmm. usually. Yeah, it was cute. It was so cute. Um, so before Chandler got up to go to the bathroom, uh, 
Gary had asked him about if he liked the badge he gave him and he like flashed it at him. And then he went to get up to go to the bathroom and he says, um, I have a 10 100, like trying to mm-hmm. be like all cop talk or whatever. Oh, yeah. And 10 100 is a reference to Smokey and the Bandit. So that's where he got it. Oh, that's good. I would not have known that. Yeah. Also, Phoebe and Gary are just very cute. They are. I think they're so cute together. I kind of forget about. I forget about him. Yeah. Because I liked. Um, wait, have I liked anyone with Phoebe yet? I can't actually now. I can't remember. I don't think I've staked my claim on anybody, but I do like him a lot. Yeah. Who else has she? She hasn't really dated anyone, has she? That we've like really I don't liked. Think so I think. There's I like the psychologist, there's the gay ice dancer. Yeah. Okay. I do like Gary though. I think I think he's just quirky enough, but also because he's a cop, he brings things to reality and she's very free to get him out of his rigidity, but not like so much that it's weird. I think they actually yeah. match really perfectly together. Yeah. Um, okay, the tag scene. We continue on with Ross doing his shtick. Um, but Monica and Rachel, we find are at the dining room table and who is it? Joey that comes over asking them to go to a movie, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. Which I love. So all of a sudden they're like, Hey, want to go to the movies? And they're like, yeah, let's go. And then we find out he's like, thanks for letting us borrow so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, and we find out that like Ross is doing it literally to a pair of life-size cutouts of Monica and Rachel. Well, it's actually, it's Baywatch characters that they put oh, is it? pictures of Monica and Oh my Rachel gosh, on. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Because they, I think um, it's Chandler and Joey that walk in and they said, oh, thanks for letting us borrow. Um, I think it's y- Jasmine. Oh, Someone? that makes so but much he, like, more sense. Said the two, she said the two names. Oh, is it like Yasmin because of Yasmin yes. Bleeth? Yes. Okay. Okay. That went right over my head. I didn't even realize that they put their own faces on there. That's really yeah. funny. Man, I missed that completely. It went right on my head. Um, yeah. So the fact that they did that was so that they didn't have to watch him anymore and Ross could do whatever he wanted without interrupting them. <sighs> yeah. Favorite scene. Um, I think the, the bathroom scene with Chandler and Monica, just because of the growth of Chandler and how... Yes. Yeah, just we already talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. Exact same. What about your episode rating? Um, I think I'm going to give this one a Marcel. I know I don't like giving him low, but it just it's it's a throwaway for me. Like nothing in this episode is important, really. It doesn't carry. Um, I mean, the relationships carry, but like that's about it. So it was almost like a filler episode. But it wasn't like terrible. Like there were some moments, so I'll give it to Marcel. I a hundred percent agree. Marcel, it's I mean, that's pretty low. Um they all felt like sea stories. Yeah. Like Monica Chandler, Phoebe and him having their like challenge, you know, I guess. Joey trying to find this girl. And then Ross's really were just two random also side stories that, I mean, it just, none of it seemed important at all. 
Like, I could have never seen this episode and continued on and not missed out on anything. Yeah. So, except for that cute little scene, which is the only redeeming quality, and I might have laughed a few times. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, post-show wrap-up trivia time. Okay. Uh, these might be too easy for us, but here we go. It's okay. We uh, failed which... miserably at the beginning, so. That's okay. Which friend is a paleontologist? <laughs> Ross. <laughs> that is yep. bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, which friend is most likely to eat macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving? Chandler. Chandler. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, I guess I'd rather have it easy every once in a while as well. Um, okay, let's do some social media spotlight. I never have it pulled up, and I really just need to stop doing that. Um, okay. Uh, okay, well, we don't have very many, so. Um, Menang uh, sent us a reel. Uh, yeah, honestly, like Manang inter like interacted with us, sent us a reel, and that's pretty much it. So that yeah, social media spotlight, super quick this week. Um, recommend to a friend. You got anything? Uh, I don't have one this week, guys. Um, I have a random one that I just remembered. Okay. For those of you that have. Um, the ability to go to a Chick-fil-A. Uh, I highly recommend that instead of ordering yourself just a regular sweet tea, just buy a gallon <laughs> and take it home. Okay. And then you have fabulous sweet tea at your disposal in a gallon container. That's so good. Nice. Um you pay about $3, I think, for like a, what are they, like 30, 30 ounce probably for their big yeah, ones? Yeah, something like that. It's like a 30, 30 ounce container where you get a gallon for six bucks. So, I mean, you're not paying much more to take home like three or four times the amount. Yeah. Um, and then you have it for more and you can drink it all you want. And it's amazing. And I've done it way more often than I'd like to admit. Um, but it's good. better than like the brand made ones. Like, like we have Kroger up here and the Kroger sweet tea is fine from the store, but like, honestly, Chick-fil-A is better. So grab, go to your local Chick-fil-A, go through their drive through ask for a gallon of sweet tea and take it home and enjoy. And you're welcome. Nice. Recommend to a friend. All right. Uh, next week, actually, do we want to, do we want to give away our little sneaky sneak bonus? That's also coming uh, out. I mean, I guess now we are, since you said it. I'm going to. Guys, um, either later tonight on this Thursday that we're releasing this episode, uh, either later tonight or maybe early Friday, but my hope is late Thursday. It depends on where you're at in the world, probably. Um, but hours 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 after this one releases we are going to be dropping a bonus episode of a quick like 10 or 15 minute um reaction or it's like kind of a review but more of like a reaction episode 
um, regarding Matthew Perry's new book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Ugly Thing, or the Big Fat Thing. Wait, what's it called? (laughs) And And the Big big Thing, I think is just what it's called. That's what he calls his addiction. Big Terrible The Big thing. Terrible Thing. Okay, wow. Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, a memoir by Matthew Perry, the one that released on Tuesday. So we are very quickly making our way through it so that we can give you a in so real good. time so live good. action review, and we can't wait to share all about it. So be on the lookout for that. But then in addition to that, obviously, we will be back next week covering the one where Rachel smokes. Yeah, so we'll catch you guys then on the One of the Friends podcast. Bye.